Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak and Shalom. We're now in Masachet Psachim Daf Tzadi Hey Amud Aleph at the very top of the Amud. About to look at the third Mishnah in this, the ninth parak, dealing chiefly with Pesach Sheni. Ma ben Pesach Rishon Sheni, and in what way is Pesach Sheni distinct from Pesach Rishon? Uh, first of all, Harishon Asur Bavali Ravali Matze. You're not allowed to have chametz in your property or own it. On Pesach Rishon, Rasheni chametz Matzei Mobayit. Pesach Sheni, you can have chametz in the house. Harishon Taun Halel Baachilato. Pesach Rishon, you have to sing Halo when eating it. Rasheni Enuta Enota Un Halel Baachilato. Untrue about Pesach Sheni. However, Zevazet Taun Halel Baasiatan. Both Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni require halal to be sung when offering them. And they must be eaten roasted with matzah and maror and trump Shabbat. Let's see what the background of all of this is. In Pesach Sheni, Hashem commands Moshe, They should do it exactly like the law of the Pesach. Meaning, We're going to talk about three different categories or proximities. Mitzvah shebigufo, mitzvah shealgufo, and mitzvah shelo'algufo. Mitzvah shebigufo means things about the body of the Pesach. So that means that whatever is done on the Pesach Rishon has to be done on Pesach Sheni. Mitzvah shealgufo minan. What about things that are about the body? As we'll see, Talmud Lomar, al-matzotumarim yachluhu. Meaning, eating with it, that also has to be done on Pesach Sheni. I might even things that are extrinsic to it. Talmud Lomar, ve'etzem lo yishpiru vo. In Pesach, in, uh, in Pesach Sheni, it also says you can't break the bone. Ma'ashvirata etzem yuchad mitzvah shebegufo. Why is that singled out as an example to teach you? What do we know about shvirata etzem? It's something about the body of the Pesach. Kol mitzvah shebegufo. Only things that are about the body of the Pesach and things related to, peripheral to the body of the Pesach, but not things extrinsic. Isa ben Yehuda Omer, ya'asu oto. Again, Pesach Sheni. Again, that's talking about the body of the Pesach, like roasting it. So, I might think that we extend it to Mitzvah Sha'al Gufo, and we said, but we already said it's a big Gufo. Here's what it means. Since the Torah says you have to eat Pesach Sheni with Matzah Maror, Alma Yasuoto Lav Dafkahu. Yasuoto is not only talking about It's not only talking about the body of the Pesach, but even peripherals. So it sounds like it's a Pratuklav, and Asaklam Musafala Prat. And therefore we expanded Vafilu Komilinami. It has to be exactly like Pesach Rishon, No Chomets, etc. Kamashmalan, therefore it teaches that it's limited to Bigufo and Algufo. What does Rabbi Yisib and Yehuda do with Etzim El Yish Peruvo? Because he already uses the Asu Otob Mitzvot Shekudu Gufo. To tell you, even if it's a bone that has no marrow in it, there'd be no reason to break it to get marrow out, there's still an Isur. What do they do with Yisib and Yehuda's Pasuk? That you do not check Pesach for one person. <laughs> meaning, you try to get as many people as possible in it. So therefore it says, Ya'asu Oto in the plural. I think you can't own Chametz Pesach Sheni. 
Therefore, it tells you you have to eat it with matzah maror, but nothing more. Mainly, ela mitzvah tase mitzvah lo tase minayin. How do I know that the lo tases don't apply? Tamadomar leashimenu at boker. I mean, how do I know that I apply the lo tases of pesach to pesach sheni? Therefore, the Torah also tells me that no tar applies. I can't leave any until the morning. Mainly, ela mitzvah lo tases mitak lase. Remember, lo tiru is a lav shintak lase, because I convert it. What about a complete lotase? You can't break a bone. That's a lav shilonitak lase. That's why you get makot for it. So what do I have included? Explicitly, eating Explicitly, and explicitly, which is So now, what's being extended by matzotum rorim? Sliyesh that you have to roast it. So what is being excluded by focusing on that? Hashpatat or that I do not have to the mitzvah say of getting rid of chametz. Epochana, maybe I have to get rid of chametz, but I don't have to roast it. The answer is mitzvah de adif. I'm going to focus more on things that have to do with the body of the Pesach, such as roasting it, as opposed to things that are extrinsic, such as getting rid of chametz. Okay. So the lav What's being extended? That I can't take any of the Pesach out of its mechitza. And what's being excluded? The love that I cannot own chametz, which is similar because I can I, I can also uh, have this love and by destroying it. Uh, so again, why don't I include lo and exclude liyotze? And the answer is the same thing. It's for the gufe adif because not to take the pesach out is about the body of the pesach. my The same question now. Etzem lo is extending it to what? That I cannot eat it raw. Prate What's being excluded? That I can't have chametz with it. I can't own chametz when I'm shachting it. same thing. It's for the gufei adif. Okay. Harishon ta'un halal b'achilato. So he said, Pesach Rishon, you must say halal when you're eating it. Menahan immediately. How do I know that? Amar Rabbi Yochan, Mishum Rabbi Shimon Ben Yotzadak. Amar Kra Asher Yelachem Kalelit Kadesh Chag. That Yeshayahu gives the nevuah to Chizkiyahu. You will sing on when Sancheriv is defeated, like the holy evening. Meaning, So only the night that is Kadosh for the Chag needs Halel, which means Pesach Rishon. Pesach Sheni doesn't have any Kadosh Atayom, so therefore there's no Halel that evening. But both of them need Halel to be recited when they're done. Maitama. The answer, one answer may be because the pasuk we just had from Yeshayahu only, only excludes the nighttime, meaning it's only Pesach Rishon that nighttime has halal, but daytime wasn't excluded. We'll see in the, in the last parak, <coughs> this notion that how could we imagine Am Yisrael shechting their Pesachim and not saying halal? So same thing with Pesach Sheni. All right, we said both of them are eaten sli and are done on Shabbat. Shabbat in tumalo. So it sounds like the uh, two famous trumps, only one of them applies to Pesach Sheni, which is Shabbat, but not tumat. 
After all, the whole reason of Pesach Sheni is because they were Tabi Pesach Rishon. What will be the point of doing it now with Tumat? says, The Torah is trying to find every possible way to let you do Pesach. So you couldn't do Pesach Rishon, do Pesach Sheni B'Tahara. Lo Zachai, if you can't do B'Tahara, Yaseh B'Tumah, do it B'Tumah. Tanah Rabbanan, Pesach Rishon D'Chet HaShabbat, Pesach Sheni D'Chet HaShabbat, Pesach Rishon D'Chet HaTumah, Pesach Sheni D'Chet HaTumah. So here we have a Brayta that says, like Rabbi Yehuda, both of them are D'Chet HaShabbat and Tumah. Pesach Rishon Ta'un Lina, Pesach Sheni Ta'un Lina. And now further, Pesach Rishon, you have to stay over in Yerushalayim and leave the next day. You can't leave that day. Pesach Sheni, same thing. Now, Docheta Tumah Keman Kerbihuda, that we saw. Kerbihuda Ta'un Lina, could Kerbihuda be the author? Would he say that you have to stay over in Yerushalayim? Vatar Rabihuda Omer, Pesach Sheni, Shein Ta'un Lina. He says, Pesach Sheni, you don't need to stay over in Yerushalayim. Shenemar, Fanitav Abokav, Alachtal, Lohalacha, Ochtiv, Sheshdamim Tochamatzot. Where do we learn the mitzvah of lina from? From the parsha of Chagamatzot in in parsha Re'eh, and and that in that context it says you eat matzah for six days. Therefore, Pesach Sheni there is no mitzvah of matzah for the week. Therefore, there is no lina. The answer is Treitanar Rebbeinu There are two versions of Rebbeinu's opinion. One is the Brita that we saw, which includes lina. And, of course, doing it betumah, that's certainly Rabbi Yehuda. And then we have this other bright that we just saw, that Rabbi Yehuda says, Pesach Sheni does not require lina because of the issue of Sheish Damim. Two versions of Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, the next Mishnah, Mishnah, Pesach Shabbat betumah lo yochlu menu bein zavin v'zavot nidot v'yoldot. So now we go back to Pesach Rishon. Let's say Pesach Rishon is brought betumah because the majority of the kahal, etc., are tmeim, as we saw in the seventh parak. That doesn't mean that everybody who's Tamei can eat it from it. People who have Tumai Yotzeit Migufan, like a Zav, a Zav, a Nida Yoletet, may not eat from it. Vimachlup Turin Mikarait. But if they do, they're not Chayav Karait, which they would be, as Tmeim eating Kodshi. Rebeliezer Potaf will be at Mikdash. He says that even if they were to come into the Azara, they would be Patur for entering the Azara Betuma. I think they're chayav for violating tuma. Meaning, when you have a korban that's only eaten by teorim, then the people of tamer are chayav for violating. When you have something that's not eaten only by Tehorim, like Pesach Abavetumah, then the people of Tamei are not chayav for violating that. I might think of a Zav pushes his way into the Azara. Uh, during the time of a Pesach that's brought by Tumah, this we saw earlier in the context of Shluach Tmeim, that we have Tzaru, Mitzorah, and Azav, and Tmeimate getting sent out, which is the Makor for the Lav of being in. These Manshu, Tmeimate, Mishtachin, Zavintzorayim, Mishtachin, and Tmeimate, Mishtachin, and Zavintzorayim, Mishtachin. So we perceive it as a package. Either everybody sent out to their respective Machaneh, in which case everybody is liable for violating the Machaneh, or we say that that's not the case, and that, uh, or it's, or it's a case where not everybody is being sent out from their machaneh because 
in this case, Pesach Ababatuma, the Tmei Meit, they're not being sent out, in which case, although the others may not come in, if they do, they are not in violation. By Rav Yosef, you ask the question, Now it's a weird question. Tmei are allowed to come into the Azara when it's a Pesach Ababatuma. What if they push their way into the Mikdash? Mahu. Do we say midushtri tumata zarai shtri nami tumatechal? Since the you're allowed to be tamei in the azara during this occasion, maybe all the laws of tumah are lifted, and if you go into the hechal, you're not chayab. Odema mighty shtri shtri madloishtri shtri loishtri. Maybe only that which was permitted, which is the Torah permitted you to come into the azara to do your korban, is permitted, but not anything more. I'm a rav. I'm a krav. Shachum na machane. I feel the mikzat machane. So his answer is vishachum na machane which is sort of the opposite limud that we had earlier, even when they're sent from some of the camp. Um, and um, and so that means that even though they're not sent out of all Machanei Shechina, right, nonetheless, they are still Mishtaleach from part of the Machane, which means he would answer in the affirmative. That they would be liable for going into um, into the heichal. Ikadami, there's an opposite version. That's the end of the pasuk. Only where it says that they're sent out of the meaning that since here they're not sent out of the azara, therefore they're not sent out of anywhere. So it's the opposite answer. Let's say that you have who pushed their way in and they ate the emurim of a Pesach, meaning the parts that go on the Mizbeach of a Pesach that Baba Tumah. Mahu. What do we say? Now you never allow to eat the emurim. But do we say that there's sort of like an open field on this Pesach because you're allowed to eat the Basar Tameh and your Tameh so perhaps Imurin or Mutar also. Odilma, my history, history, my history, history. Maybe only that which is permitted is permitted, and that's it. Amarava, mirte tumat emurin mehechait rabi mitumat basar. The answer is eating emurin mitumah is an extension of basar mitumah. The chetiv asher ladunai the about emurin. That's in the pasuk of eating mitumah. Koyeched eitel tumat basar, eitel tumat emurin. Koyeched leitel tumat basar, leitel tumat emurin. And therefore, there really is not an issue. Very interesting. By Rabbi Zera, Imurei Pesach Mitzrayim Hecha Akterina. So, side question is: In Mitzrayim, what did they do with the Imurim? After all, they were eating in their homes. Maybe they made it as a spit on a roast. The answer is: There was three mitzvachot in every house. In other words, he says that in every house you had. Um, you had the three mizbachot because you put the dam on the two doorposts and on the lintel. But there was no place for Akhtarat Emurim. There was just there was no Emurim commanded or done in Mitzrayim. Okay, we'll pause at this point, and now we're going to, in the next Mishnah, look at the distinction not between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Shini, but rather between Pesach Mitzrayim and Pesach Dorot as it was practiced for the many, many years after that first Pesach in Mitzrayim. Meantime, we should have a wonderful day.